BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, it's Monique. Hope all is well. Welcome to episode 52 of the Brown Vegan Podcast, where I love to give you practical strategies on how to start a vegan journey. And of course, all of that is based on my own experiences, as well as bringing guests on the show to share their experiences. You can find out more about what I do and how I do it at brownvegan.com. And of course, if you're brand new to a vegan life, definitely be sure to download the free vegan starter kit. It's going to give you tips on grocery shopping, meal planning, eating out as a vegan, what you can eat, because I know that's a struggle for a lot of people. That's at brownveganvip.com. So check that out. Once again, it's brownveganvip.com. So on the show today, I have Carrie. She is a vegan teacher, and you may know her from YouTube or her Instagram, which is so freaking vegan. (laughs) I love her name. She's so dope. I love, love, love her energy. You know how you just talk to somebody and you like instantly connect? Um, She just, we just laugh a lot. I just really like talking to her. So she came on the show to talk about her vegan journey, of course, and I learned something new. I thought that she became a vegan for strictly ethical reasons, but actually she was diagnosed with PCOS and veganism really helped her with that disorder. I don't know if it's a disorder or disease. I need to Google that, but I'm familiar with it. I just don't really know a lot about it. She used food to help treat it. And so I think that her story is just really interesting. I love that she has a lot of practical advice about how to embrace vegan life. We're going to talk about that as well as how to be a social vegan. We're in July and this is the time of year that all little barbecues start. And so we're talking about how she's able to be a social vegan, what it looks like to be an ethical vegan as a black woman, because that's definitely something that I think about a lot and how you just navigate this lifestyle in a practical way and share your information in a way that really is loving and compassionate to people as well as animals. This is a great conversation with Carrie. Be sure to follow her at So Freaking Vegan on Instagram and check her out her YouTube channel as well. You can get all of the show notes and everything we mentioned in this episode at brownvegan.com. And without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into the conversation. Thank you so much, Carrie, for being on the show. How are you today? How are you going? How's life? What's going on? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me of course i'm super excited to be on this podcast yeah thank you for being on so let's start off by talking about why you decided to become a vegan yeah so um i grew up kind of like how everyone else most other people on a standard american diet where i ate everything um and when i went to grad school was actually when I was living in New York, and I was living in a suite with, actually, it was six of us, so it was six girls, and we were living in a suite in in New York, I know, and we had one bathroom. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
York City, right? It was New York City. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was already tiny. <laughs> yeah, it was already tiny, and we had one bathroom, and there was six girls. But um, one of the girl, one of my roommates was a vegetarian, and I was so intrigued by her because I had never met a vegetarian before. Um, I knew nothing about that lifestyle, and I was just so intrigued. And me and one of my other um, sweet mates, we actually decided to just give it a try and just go vegetarian, and not really for any particular reason, but just because we figured that. Um, it would be more healthy, um, and we, we didn't really have any ethical reason for doing it. We just said, hey, let's give it a try and to see if we could challenge ourselves and do it. Um, and plus, we were living in, in New York City, and there's lots of vegetarian options, um, so we just thought it would be a good time to, get, to give it a try. Um, so I had the support of having a vegetarian roommate and then also having a friend that was doing it with me. Um, and so we did that and we kind of dabbled into like pescatarianism too. So we ate fish on occasion. Um, but we did that. And then, um, after when I left, um, New York, when I left grad school, I came back to North Carolina and I stuck with it. So I actually ditched the fish and I was vegetarian for four years um, and I ditched the fish because at that point I had started eating so many um, plant foods that I didn't too much really care for the texture of meat and um, I was eating like shrimp and things like that and um, I, I really didn't like the thought of like like in shrimp it's kind of like biting into someone's body and there's like veins and things like that. So I actually kind of was turned off from eating fish um, by that time. So I was full on veg vegetarian. Um, I was still eating eggs and cheese and dairy and things like, like that. Um, and I had heard um, people telling me about um, that there are these other types of people out there in the world called vegans. And I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm already ve vegetarian, vegan. That just sounds like that's just somebody doing too, too much. I'm exactly. already doing be better than like half of the, like I'm doing better, better <laughs> than most of the people. So I'm good. I can relate to that. Um, <laughs> and I just thought the yeah. same thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just figured those people were just doing too much and I was totally comfortable with being vegetarian for the rest of my life. I was good. Um, and then um, after a while, I started having some like really serious um, health issues. Like I started having really bad um, like stomach pains um, that were really um, crippling, like to the point where I would feel like I needed to like pass out. Just really, really bad pain. Um, I um, completely lost my cycle, so I just didn't have it in, wow. for a long time. And just a lot of just weird things were, ha were happening where I just knew something was wrong. I needed to go to the doctor. So I went to the doctor, and um, they did some, some tests. Um, and I just remember them coming back with a, a scan, a picture of my ovaries. And there were, like, all these little black dots all over it and the doctor told me that those were cysts mm. and that I had polycystic ovarian syndrome 
which um, people call PCOS. Um, and at that time, I, I was like, well, I don't really know what that means. Um, and she then told me that it's it's th- that there is no cure and that you're going to have it for the rest of your life. But she can give me prescription medicine to help with my symptoms that I was really stru- struggling with. Um, and that was just like so devastating to me because I was like, where did this come from? Like, what is going on? Um, and so I ended up taking the medicine and it did help with the symptoms, but my symptoms did not fully go away. Um, and, but it also, the medicine brought about a bunch of side effects that were, in my opinion, almost worse than what I was going through al- already. Um, I was really lethargic. I was sick and it really like messed with like my mood. I was kind of, de- I was depressed Um And so I actually, against my doctor's orders, I actually just ditched the medicine. um, And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to just, I guess, just suffer through this and figure it out. And and it was a really low, low time for me. Um, But I, one day I was just like searching on the internet and I was just like looking up like, like, I was just so confused. Like, why is there no no cure for PCOS? Like, so many people are suffering from this. And I was just kind of, like, l- looking up, like, how people are handling their PCOS. And so I found lots of things that said that there's nothing you can do about it. But then I also started seeing some other themes where people were saying that um, giving up dairy helped a bunch. And then I also saw people saying, like, going vegan and I'm like, well, you know, I'm already vegetarian, so, you know, that's actually might be worth a try. Um, and so I, I, I remember specifically um, going to YouTube and finding a video of a woman who was talking about how she completely cured PCOS. Um, by by going vegan and I remember scrolling through her comments and um, the comments so many of the comments were like oh you can't cure it this person is a liar or whatever and I was just like well it's definitely worth a try um, because I have nothing to lose Um, so I didn't really fully understand what being vegan meant um so i just kind of figured that vegans ate fruits and vegetables so i was like okay i'm gonna go vegan and so i went to the store and i just bought like spinach and apples and just random like grapes and fruits and vegetables and things like that and so i was pretty much raw at that point um and i just ate that those types of foods because I just wanted to see if this was really going to work and I was pretty desperate. Um, And within two or three weeks, I was symptom free. I had absolutely no sign of PCOS. It was incredible. Um, And my energy just like was through the roof. I mean, like giving up dairy and eggs just it was it was miraculous. Like what what happened? Um, And from that point, I was kind of like, wow, okay, this like this this vegan stuff is the truth. And this is amazing. So I was so committed to being to being vegan. Um, And then like, after that, I, um, I, 
I wanted to do more research on the vegan lifestyle, so I started like reading books and I started watching some documentaries and I went on like a YouTube frenzy where I just binged a whole bunch of channels and that was actually when I where I um, ran into your channel, Brown Vegan, um, because I was like, oh, wow, another black vegan. And and I was like, oh, and she has locks, too. That's so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we always connect on that? I know. <laughs> I know. I just felt a connection to you. <laughs> the hair thing, yay, yay. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and so after, like, doing all that research, I kind of, like, had, like, like two really big – epiphanies one was that you know vegans can actually eat more than just fruits and vegetables and that vegan food can be absolutely amazing and there's so much out there and I was like wow vegans can eat like bread and things things like that so that was like really eye eye opening um and then also my other epiphany that I had was that um veganism is not just a diet and that it's a lifestyle. So I started learning about like the whole ethical side of veganism. And that just was just a huge wake up call to me. I kind of felt like I had kind of been like lied to my whole life about just like food. Um, Like I like just how food gets to your plate. Um, And um, I just kind of like realized that there's like industries out there that profit off of using and abusing animals and it was so it was so hard for me to um hear that truth and you know that there's animals that are you know like we're enslaving them and then we're forced breeding them and then the whole like body mutilation and then killing and that was just like the moment where I was like okay like I'm no like I promise you I'm never touching me eggs dairy again I'm done um and so now I mean I've been vegan for almost two years and um and I would say I'm vegan for the animals but and also vegan for my health like I I um had a period of time where I was where I went away from raw and I was doing majority like processed junk food because I um really wanted to just see what kind of like what all veganism had like what all vegan food had to to offer so I was I was really like intrigued by all these amazing like meat alternatives and all this stuff but since then I've kind of transitioned back to being primarily raw and so I'm doing it for my health and for the the, the animals yeah, so, yeah I love that yes <laughs> I love this first of all I didn't realize that you had health issues and that was the part of the transition because I know that I know you of course from Instagram and YouTube but yeah Lauren, I know you talk a lot about <clears throat> the animal the ethical side of being vegan and I so I know sometimes I know for myself that we can struggle well not struggle with it but it's it's kind of weird Okay, maybe it's just me, but do you feel like sometimes when you talk about why you come and became a vegan to other people, they're like, for the animals? Do they give you that? Like, yes. Is that strange? <clears throat> so that's what, I mean, I don't know. So just talk about how do you deal with that, I guess, because I know for myself that I sometimes, not as much as I used to, but I used to kind of battle with that, like, ah. Uh, this is kind of strange to say it's for the animals, even though it is, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. I definitely struggle with that. I mean, I feel like a lot of times when you tell people that you're vegan for health, they're more, um, 
um, accepting of it. And yes. a lot of times when you say for the animals, they're just really confused and, and, or they're just like, oh, you're just like one of those animal lovers or I don't know. They just kind of like write, write it off. Yes. Um, um, but I just feel like people aren't aware. Um, and I think that the main, the main thing for me to do whenever I talk to, pe- to people is to tell them my story and to tell them that, you know, like I too grew up on e- grew up eating eating meat and I too grew up believing that it was perfectly fine to you know love some animals and eat some other animals um and I you know came to that real that realization that it's not okay that there's no difference between a pig a dog a cow a cat um and I think just explaining that to them explaining that you know animals are sentient i mean they're it's it, it they're not um like it's it's someone it's not like it's some it's something like an 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 object like these are creatures like they have feelings they have emotions um and if you've ever loved a dog or any kind of a pet then um there's no reason why um and, and if you're totally against animal abuse, then there's no reason why, you know, eating animals would be okay. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. I mean, I, it's, it's, I guess it's interesting, especially to be a black vegan, because we have so many other things that are going on in our community that sometimes I think it's hard for people to grasp, like, why animals even matter. It's like, why, why is yes. this even... <laughs> Uh, uh, why is this even on your mind and we have enough problems? You know what I mean? Yes. So I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of people are just like, uh, I don't get it. And you're right. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right about the health is a great way to – sometimes I, it depends on who I'm speaking to. I'll say for health <laughs> because I don't yeah. want to get into that dialogue. But yeah. do you notice that, at least in my experience, I feel like you – health is not enough of a reason to stay vegan. Like it's a great yes. reason to go vegan, but to stay vegan, uh, I don't know about that. I think you have oh to have a goodness, purpose bigger yes. than you. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that is exactly how I feel. Like I feel like when I was vegan for my health, and and and, and I had a really big reason to be vegan for health too. But of course, I felt, I, I felt like at any moment I could have easily like cheated on my vegan diet and just been like, oh, it's okay. Um, but I felt like once I learned about the, the ethical side, it's bigger than me. Like it's like a whole industry that is um, abusing animals it's like a whole industry that profits off of cruelty and that was just huge to me like that was like I don't even want my money to support it um, and yeah so I feel like like that is what keeps me vegan um, always having that um, but yeah I feel like a lot a lot of people do like enter into vegan enter into veganism through health um but then later the ethics is what keeps you there absolutely yeah long term i mean i think it has to be bigger than you it is a conviction at that point you know so, yeah 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 which is probably why people think we're like cult like <laughs> i know and i mean i mean but the thing is is that we all like we all grew up like eating meat and it's like part of our culture and it's like all these traditions and so nobody really questions it and so when you are the one that goes against that then you kind of seem like you're just off doing some crazy like 
extreme thing when in reality you're just doing a simple normal thing like I mean eating vegan is normal I mean it's not common but it's normal I like that I like it's not oh I like that it's normal but it's not common I like that so okay let's talk about being a social vegan because I know on Instagram a little while ago you were talking about how you don't really like to I guess go to cookouts and things like that as much anymore. It's not as fun to you anymore because you know. And I think this comes with just because you've been a vegan for almost two years. Because I used to feel like that yeah. too. But now that I've been on this journey a lot longer, it doesn't really affect me the same way. So let's talk about that. Like, wh- why does it, I guess, bother you? I mean, I get why it bothers you. But I want to know from your perspective, you know. Yeah, I think why it bothers me is because I feel like, because I mean, I obviously have lots of non-vegan family and non-vegan friends and co-workers, and most people I know are non-vegan, of course. Um, and, you know, we hang out and we go out to eat, and we're not always at vegan res- restaurants and stuff, but there's, like, some places where it's, like, where I feel like the focus is almost in, like, celebrating the, like, where where the centerpiece is a dead animal yeah. I feel like that's kind of where I have to draw the line like I mean like I mean thanks Thanksgiving I mean I have to have a vegan Thanksgiving because I just feel like it's just weird like I mean we're like like it's Thanksgiving you're 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 giving thanks and everyone's sitting around this dead animal and I mean billions of animals are being murdered it's, it's just it just doesn't um it just doesn't sit right with with me. So I feel like where I draw the line is when the centerpiece or the whole focus is on the animal. So like at a cookout, for example, like a traditional cookout where everyone's like grilling and like the smell is everywhere and and everyone's just ooing and eyeing over these, you know, burned animal um, body parts. It's just, it's just a little much. And, um, I feel like I do have to draw a line like somewhere, um, of like, you know, what I'm going to support. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't nothing wrong with that. I mean, you have to do, of course, what works best for you, but how do you get out of that situation though? Like how, what do you say to your family and to your friends when they are inviting you? Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> My friends all know that I'm vegan and they, I mean, they all know. So I feel like I have really amazing friends that if we ever want to go out, I mean, they're, they're normally like, well, you pick you a place, pick it, but I don't right? know what you eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a lot of times I can get out of that or like, I think that my family and my friends, they understand, they're, they're, they're very understanding um, about me being vegan and why I'm 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 vegan so they're at a point now where they would kind of almost feel bad to um, invite me somewhere that they know would make me uncomfortable um, so they've just been really understanding um, where I actually don't get invited to things that would make me completely uncomfortable where there where there's um, where they're celebrating, you know, eating meat and things like like that. So I've actually been kind of lucky, um, and I think the the reason is is because I try to be upfront with people that I am vegan and the reasons why I'm vegan. And um, I mean, I don't try to uh, 
you know, make other people feel bad or whatever. But I do just try to be open and honest and up, up front so people do have a good understanding. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's good. That good. That's really good. So what about, like, I know you're a teacher. So how do you, I guess, navigate that in the classroom? So I know that <laughs> we're great. We're great. Is it elementary level? What, what level yes. Oh, yes. wow. So, so it's party central, yeah. right? So how does that look then? Because I know they all, I remember elementary school, we always had parties. <laughs> so, like, how does that yes. look? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, so I teach second grade, um, and I have a couple of fifth grade classes, too. Um, And one thing that I love about kids is they are so sweet, and they're so innocent, and they understand things a lot better than a lot of us adults. Um, One thing that, that I really like about kids is that they're all about things being fair, um, like they're just like, that's not fair. That's not fair. Um, so they, 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 they really want things to be fair. Whereas sometimes adults are just like, well, that's just how things are. Yeah. That's just how the world, the world works. Um, so a lot of times, um, when I tell kids that I'm vegan or sometimes they just see that I'm vegan because I have a tattoo on my wrist that says vegan. Do but, you really? Um, <laughs> yeah, I do. So sometimes they're just like, what's a vegan? Um, and then I just tell, tell them. And then they're, I mean, and kids have such a love for animals that most of the time kids are like, Oh really? Well, I'm vegan too. I, I, really like, I was like, Oh, I mean, they, they totally, uh, I mean, like they know that they're, that, that their teacher's vegan. Um, they know that I'm also all about, you know, treat, treating everyone, um, that, um, fair and with kind, kindness. Um, and so they totally get that. Um, I don't like tell them <laughs> about like, like to be vegan or whatever, because, um, you know, I don't want them going home and like questioning or like um, complaining about the food that their parents are providing for them. I I just feel like that's a little like uh, crossing the line. Yeah, um, I, agree. I mean, yeah. but I I mean, of course, I mean I'm vegan, so they I feel like my presence as like being their vegan teacher is like enough of like planting a seed where like Love they're it. always going to remember their vegan teacher yes, when they that get is older. so true especially when they come from especially because you're so um loving and uh, about it too so they're gonna that it is definitely planting the seed so when they're older they're like oh i remember that and and when they decide to become yeah. vegan they'll be the same way they'll return the favors it'll be more of a from a loving way you know like exactly an example i love that that is so good i love this <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> so what got you yeah. on youtube okay because i know we talked about youtube a little bit so what made you decide to put yourself out there and make videos tell us about your channel <laughs> okay your channel yeah, is so, so different from any vegan <laughs> channel i thank you um so i have a channel called so freaking vegan and i mainly do parody music videos where i remix popular songs and make them vegan i'm gonna also have some other things on my channel like vlogs and I'm talking about food um, and other fun fun stuff. But I think the main part of my channel are my vegan par- parodies. I think that's what people mainly know know me for. But um, how I got into YouTube? Well, I just kind of had this epiphany that you know, if you know, vegans are such a small minority, and 
you know, we really want to spread this movement and we really want pe people to know about it. And um, if every vegan had a YouTube channel, this movement would just like blow up. And I was because everybody can sp can spread the vegan message in their own way. Like like if you're into beauty or if you're into fitness or bodybuilding or whatever, like it everybody can tell their story in their own way. So I was just like, wow, if like every vegan had a channel, it would just be amazing. So I was just like, okay, I'm going to do my, my part and just, um, put, put myself out there and just, um, spread a positive vegan message in my, in my own way. Um, and I, I figured that it would help to kind of like norm normalize vegan like if we are constantly like talking about it and sharing it with others and it starts to not become some weird thing it becomes kind of a normal thing um and so that that was my goal um and so my first video i um remixed a song by Megan Trainer, and the song is called No. And in the song, she's pretty much saying like no to like a guy asking for her number or something. But I remixed it to like saying no to meat. So um, like if someone's offering me me, I'm saying no, like it's never gonna happen. Like today is no, tomorrow is no, in the future is no. Um, and that video, I mean, I put it out there with like the hopes that, you know, even if I reach like 10 people, if I get 10 views, that would be worth it. It would be amazing. That's 10 people that have heard a positive vegan message. And so I put it out there and that first video got 14,000 views. Wow. Um, and I had no subs, no nothing. So it was, it was pretty amazing. And I was like, wow. Um, and I was realizing that, I mean, out of those 13,000, um, I mean, I'm sure many, many of those people were not vegan. Um, so it's, it's so amazing that, you know, um, YouTube and the internet is like so powerful. You can reach so many people people. Um, so I was really um, motivated to continue with the, the YouTube videos. And um, I kind of chose song um, for lots of different reasons. But for one, is that it's, it's kind of like a non threatening way to, to give people like the truth and give them facts. And, and you can, you, you can be blunt and, and, um, it, it not be offensive um, because it's behind a catchy beat and it's catchy and the songs are fun. Um, and so um, I figured that people would be more likely to listen and to hear it. Um, and then I also just wanted to show like, I, I kind of wanted to, um, to get rid of the stereotypes of vegans that like vegans are like angry and all this stuff. Like I just want to show like a vegan that's just having fun. Um, that's important. And, yeah. yeah um, that's just having fun. Um, and I mean, and I've had like people that have like reached, reached out to me and they've said like, wow, I've like never considered going vegan until I watch this particular song and that just that just like kind of blows my mind because I'm I could never imagine that it actually having or like make, making that much of a difference and 
it does. You just never know. Or I've had, um, I remember I had one lyric in one of my rap songs where I was saying I was vegetarian, but I'm vegan now. And someone reached out to me and she said that was the line that turned her from vegetarian to vegan. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. Wow. That was so that was relatable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I really love it. Um, and I, I mean, it's super fun. And, and I think that it's really neat when I can take like a popular song and make it vegan um, because I feel like I can reach a lot of people because people may not be searching like how to go vegan or the benefits of, ve of veganism. But if I like put it in a Beyonce song, you know, so many people are searching for Beyonce. Um, they just up. happen to stumble upon it. <laughs> what does your process look like? Is anyone helping you with this? Because it's like, it's so set up. Do you have anybody filming, of course, for you? Like, how does that look? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I figured you um, did. <laughs> so I, um, I write my songs myself um, and I, I, I record them um, and I have a friend named Rob um, who some some people that may um, know my channel may know Rob um, because he's also vegan and he's one of my really good good friends um, he filmed he films many of them and um, he also helps with editing my voice also for the song so he helps me to <laughs> like sound a little bit better yeah, with the autotune yes i need autotune so he helps with that and he helps with with um filming but i do a lot of the editing um i've actually really kind of grown a love for like editing my music videos and just kind of being creative um but yeah i just kind of if I hear a really pop popular song on the radio or a lot of times people will um, request a song. And so <laughs> then <laughs> I just have, I have to do it if somebody re requests it. Um, and so I will just kind of like print off the lyrics and then just um, figure out what is the message I want to get across in that particular song and then write it over and record it. Um yeah, that's kind of the process. That is so dope, though. I love it. I mean, this is, like I said, it's, I've never seen a channel like this, and it's a great thing. You know, you really stand out on YouTube, which is always oh, a good thing. You. Yeah, it's so smart. It's so smart. So, okay, we're about to wrap up, and I just want to have, have a couple more questions for you. So I know you mentioned that um, there were some documentaries and some books that help you transition. Do you remember offhand some of those? Yes. Um, the documentaries definitely forks over knives um cowspiracy earthlings um books um well let's well, go back real quick because earthlings i can see that why that made you think of ethical the ethical side for sure yes that yes. is intense that one was I mean, I don't I don't know how anybody can watch Earthlings and not go vegan. Yeah, I, just, I, agree. I don't know how you can do that. Um, because it's so powerful and I mean and I realized that I mean, I felt like a lot of some some people that don't go vegan after watching it, they say like, Oh, these are isolated in incidences and things like that but they aren't and 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 I've been to um animal sanctuaries um where animal where farm animals have been res rescued and I see what they look like and what they've been through and their in their stories I'm like this this is earth 
earthlings like these are these are the these are the lucky ones and then all the other ones are you know are the ones that you know earthlings that's happens to them um and so i mean it's real and it's it's an ugly truth um but i think it's so powerful to see how we use it and abuse animals and i feel like that that documentary is the one that um helped me see that you know it's um uh, veganism is not just a diet you know like we also um use and abuse animals for their skins for clothes and i mean like i never just everything yeah, yeah exactly i mean and i never like thought um you know, anything could be wrong with leather. It, I, I, it's like I just had a complete dis, disconnect. Like I knew it was cow skin, but I, I just, I just didn't make the connection what the cow had to go through to lose their skin, and for, so I could have this uh, purse that's made of leather. Um, and so that was just huge for me. And then like the circuses, I mean that. Those those types of things were just so eye opening because I mean, I used to go to circuses because I loved animals and I wanted to see animals in the circus and I'm realizing that I was totally wrong. I mean, like you can't. I mean, supporting the cir- the circus. I mean, like these animals, like they're they're chained up, they're having to perform out of fear, and it's just. Um, you know, it's a reality that's hidden from from us. But I feel like that documentary just really ex- exposes it, and everyone should see it. I believe definitely. So, what about books that you recommend? Um, my favorite is um, "How Not to Die" by Dr. Greger. Yeah, his book. <laughs> did you get through that? Because I have it on audiobook. I have it on Audible. But did you get through that? Because it was so long. <laughs> It is. It is long. Um, and I haven't made it all the way through, but few of the chapters that I felt like spoke a lot to me, like um, like heart heart disease, because, you know, like everyone knows someone who's who suffered and died of heart heart disease and like cancer um, and Alzheimer's, because um, I have. Um, a grandmother who practically raised me, um, who's suffering from Alzheimer's right now, who, I mean, when I go visit her, she, she does not know who I am. Um, and so it's, it's really, those are the, those are like the top three things that are like really near, dear and personal to my heart. So, um, those chapters, um, were just really, really profound and and I mean from 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 reading those books like that just kind of helped to solidify what I already knew was that we have more um control over you know our health and what um we think and I mean like a lot of times when when people say that things are incurable and that you're gonna have it forever like that may not be the case. Like a lot of things are related to, to diet Mm -hmm. and um, we have way more power than we can ever imagine that we can change all of that. And so 
I just really like that book. Yeah. Um, and I, I think doc, Dr. Greger, he's just like one of my favorite people. Yes, ever. he's amazing. I've seen him speak. He's amazing. I love yes, him because so it's kind of like, it's, yeah, it's kind of like your style. He's not in your face. He's very funny. He's, very he's hilarious. Funny. So he does a great job of like presenting, uh, you know, doctor terms, physician terms in like layman's terms. You know, he makes it like. Uh, yeah, accessible, and I really like that about him. He's funny and he's entertaining. So, and he and he's informative, of course, right? So, yeah, yeah, I know, and like we need that. Like, I feel like a lot of times, like sometimes whenever I tell people about um, veganism, they tell me that their doctors recommend that they eat fish or their doctors tell them that this is not healthy or that. And I'm just like, doctor, I'm just so glad that we have like vegan doctors that have done research and they know their stuff. And I can always like send people information like nutritionfacts.org is like amazing. And I send like those videos and things to people all the time. Um, because people are getting missed mis misinformation like they like people know so much stuff but it's wrong yeah, <laughs> they know unfortunately. so much wrong stuff yeah unfortunately um, what yeah. would you recommend for someone who's just getting started okay so one tip is to just start um because i feel like a lot of people say like they want to go vegan and they want to go vegan and they're always trying to go vegan but just go vegan and just like start because it may be challenging and difficult at first but it gets easier and like i promise you it gets it gets easier because you'll you'll start losing all those old bad habits and you'll start learning new habits and um you'll you'll just start learning how to make new 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 things and you'll actually just start losing your um desire to have those pro those those products so i'll say the first tip is to just go for it um and it that it definitely gets easier um also i would say to um like follow a bunch of vegans on Instagram and things like that because you can get a lot of inspiration from other people other people um follow a lot of um vegan YouTubers I know that when I first um went vegan I watched a bunch of YouTube um and I one thing that helped me a lot were what I eat in a day videos um and because that gave me a really good perspective of oh okay this is what they eat for breakfast lunch and dinner and you can get so many ideas from other people so my so my second tip is you know get ideas from other people um my um third tip would be to um have some accountability so like like one way that you can um um increase your accountability is by telling someone that you're going vegan um or go vegan with a partner or some kind of a support um because that helps a lot like i know when i first went vegetarian i had a vegetarian roommate and i had a vegetarian a friend that was also going vegetarian too and that just made the transition so much easier um but when 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 you're going vegan also just and if you if there's no one around you that can go vegan with you then um like post about it on instagram like do like a 
30-day vegan challenge and post about it and Instagram can hold you accountable um, because a lot, a lot of times, like I know for me, like I did a raw vegan challenge and the fact that I knew that I was going to have to post every day, that's what kept me doing it because I didn't want to let um, other people down. I, I wanted to make sure that I was keeping it up. Um, so that really helps to increase your accountability. Um, so true. Oh, my yeah. gosh, Carrie. This was such a pleasure. I knew you were going to be a lot of fun. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much. Before we leave, tell us how we can reach you on social media, YouTube, all of that good stuff. Yes. Um, so on Instagram, you can find me at so freaking vegan. So so F-R-E-A-K-I-N vegan. Um, and then you can find me on YouTube at so freaking vegan as well. And my email is so freaking v at gmail.com. Awesome. I'll make sure that I put all the information at brownvegan.com to all of your links. And oh, great. we will talk soon. Thank you so much again for being on. Thanks for having me. <laughs>